Do your insides start jumping for joy when you see a perfectly frosted cupcake or cookie? Or do you love the look and taste of delicately scented violet lavender syrup or a mouth-watering strawberry and lime jam? Or are you more of a savory person and melt when you see a homemade can jar of spicy salsa, beautifully packaged dried pasta, or seasoned nuts with just the right amount of spice? If food excites you as much as it does me, you just might be a foodie. And in today's food-centered world, there is serious money to be made with your passion. Food consumption has really changed in the past decade or so, and now, more than ever, people want to know what's in their food, where it came from, and who made it. That's bad news for businesses that mass-produce food, but great news for those in the cottage food industry. You see, in the past, Individuals who wanted to sell food were required to involve the state health inspectors and lease commercial kitchens in order to sell directly to the public. Obviously, that prevented a lot of people from pursuing their food dreams. But over the past few years, many states have passed cottage food laws, and these special laws are designed to give home chefs and bakers the right to produce products from their homes and sell them to the public. But, as you can imagine, the laws are created by individual states, so each one is different. Some states, like Wyoming, have passed bills that give home-based food business owners wide latitude and allows them to sell non-perishable foods and perishable ones, like some cooked meats, casseroles, and soups. Most states only allow producers to sell non-perishable foods and have strict guidelines about what cottage food producers can and cannot sell. And one state, New Jersey, has yet to pass cottage food laws. Other states don't have cottage food laws on the books, but still allow home cooks to sell their products. But things are improving. And as more and more consumers demand foods that are baked by people they trust instead of mass corporations, new laws are constantly being introduced and existing ones updated and improved. When you're ready to learn about the cottage laws in your state, I've included a state-by-state -state summary of all the current cottage laws in Chapter 10 of this book. But there are some general guidelines that apply to most states' cottage laws. Here are some things that you might need to get started. Again, be sure to check the guide for your state to be sure. A business license. A kitchen inspection. A zoning permit. A rule about pets. Some states don't allow them in your home. Others forbid them in the kitchen, while other states don't specify any rules about pets. In addition to these general rules, some states limit what home-based cooks can sell. The list of approved foods typically looks something like this. Baked goods like cupcakes, cookies, brownies, cakes, pies, and breads. Some candy. Canned items such as jams and pickles. Dry nut mixes, cereals, granola, seeds, popcorn, or dry mixes for cakes and cookies. When you sell food items from your home, the state also limits where you can sell them. For example, some states limit home cooks to selling at farmer's markets, while other states allow cottage food producers to sell their goods at farmer's markets, charity events, events run by nonprofit organizations, from your home, online, wholesale to restaurants or specialty shops. Unfortunately, some states, but not all, don't allow you to sell to restaurants, businesses, or to online buyers. 
In these states, you can have a website to promote your business, but you can't sell your products to online customers. In addition to the limits on where you can sell, states set a limit on how much you can sell before you have to move up to the next step and rent a commercial kitchen. The limits vary wildly. For instance, in Wisconsin, you can only earn $5,000 per year and stay safely under the cottage food laws. But in Texas, you can earn up to $50,000 per year.